This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey everybody, how's it going? This is Matt here. We have a fun episode today. This one's kind of neat. So what we we're trying to do is we're on the road right now for the 10th anniversary tour of The Question. Toby and I are. So we thought we could sit down with uh, Josh and Dave on the tour bus to make an episode and have Joey phone in and that we could talk about that. Now, something interesting happened and this is uh, an episode where we kind of had a train wreck and we weren't doing a good job and then it got a little stale and then uh, it, we got into a fight even about how we should make the episode better. And so we thought instead of editing that out like we normally would, we would just set it up here and let you hear what happens when we get into a jam or when we do a bad job. And hopefully that'll be entertaining to you. Now, if you're not into that and you don't want to hear some boring minutes of podcasts, just go ahead right now and fast forward to 21 minutes. That's when all that stuff is over and we reset the episode and start over and give you what we normally would have given you post-edit. So what happens here basically is we, we get into a, off to kind of a bad start and then we we get off track really quickly and then nobody's saying anything and then I figure hey this is just gonna get cut anyway so I didn't contribute at all and then Toby tries to push through and he does a really great job and tries to uh, rally everybody and get them back into it but he does so in a very aggressive way and then it kinds of winds up turning into a fight now seriously the next 15 or 20 minutes of the show are going to be boring and they're going to be awkward so you're going to have to sit through that. But I hope you'll be interested. And it really is not going to be good. But we just want to give you the chance here. Okay. Now, there's one other thing I want to tell you about, and that is that the Emory record is out. And so we wanted to give you an extra special bonus for any bad Christian listeners that may not have gotten it or would like to get it for somebody else. If you go to youwerneveralone.com, you can order the CD, the physical CD from Emory. You'll get an instant digital download, and then as your CDs will be shipped to you. Now, you can get it for 20% off if you use the promo code BCPOD. Again, that's youwerneveralone.com. Emory CD, out now, promo code BCPOD. All right, hope you guys enjoy this funny, awkward, and weird episode. And then, sure enough, after about 20 minutes, we really get into talking about the question and things go really well. And I hope you'll enjoy that reminiscent uh, stuff. You are now entering the Bad Christian Podcast. Okay, welcome to the Bad Christian Podcast. Everybody. Welcome to the Bad Christian Podcast. <laughs> this is Matt. We have a, but that was a. We're listening to that eight bit stuff. I know. So I love talk it. about that. And say, I'm gonna tell everybody who's in the room right now. You've just joined Emory on the tour bus on tour. So for the first time, yep. landmark occasion, we have Josh Head on the podcast. That's well, Josh. Say, what's Josh up? Josh was hey actually in Australia with the Norma Jean. Yeah, but you know, there. more featured but, here. Yeah, but he was very shy. I was yep. in the bathroom. Yeah, and he, was, we got he had the, diarrhea. I had terrible diarrhea. <laughs> We've got Dave Powell. Dave, tell him what's up. up. What's up, guys? <laughs> I was in my contract. And we have Joey Svensson joining over the telephone. Joey, tell him what's Which up. This is amazing. Yo, what's up? What's right. up? You sound like what's you're up? right next door. Yeah. 
technology. Man, you sound like so you're cool in the room with us. Technology it's works. It's like you, I could hear a pin drop. All that's right, so that was Freddie Mercury on that eight bit stuff. So that's awesome. I, it's, it's crazy because we have the eight bit. We use the eight bit thing for the uh, theme song of this podcast from Butcher's Mouth, and now yep. we're out doing the question ten tenth year anniversary tour, and we're having somebody make for us. I'm not making it, by the way. Right. Um, we have somebody making for us all these eight bit versions of every single song on the question. I played some of them on Break It Down, yep. and uh, we'll have them all soon. We're already through six of them now that we have in our possession, and we're going to release the whole thing. Maybe do it for free or whatever. But yeah. it's kind of a blast hearing that, hearing that Freddie Mercury. Yeah, I told, I really cool. like it. The only thing is, I, I didn't want to like spoil everything, but I've been working really hard. I'm actually doing a five bit. <laughs> yeah, question about that it's pretty awesome i mean it's going to be a lot different than the eight bit you get it faster now i don't know if everybody knows or not but eight bit is like that's from i have no idea what that means nintendo. it's from yeah, like what does eight bit mean it's a resolution totally it's a resolution nintendo. of the it was of from the digital when nintendo what does that mean i have no idea what the resolution means when you tell me about a song and the resolution okay so it's like the audio version of pixels so you know the resolution of an image if it was really pixelated yeah. it'd yeah. be lower resolution so it'd be block Very block block pixels. block block and so it's the audio version of that. So you can't have these really high-fidelity, crystal-clear sounds. It's these blocky, um, low... It's not low-fi, exactly, but it's low-resolution sounds. And that's what... You couldn't have, yep. like, a clear vocal or a clear, crystal-clear guitar yeah, part on a vocals. Nintendo cartridge audio. Yeah. Joey, Joey what do you think about that? That's why your vocals sound so weird in 8-bit. That's why no one can understand you, Toby. I've never sang in 8-bit. Do I remember the... <laughs> Do y'all remember the tune of Mike Tyson's Punch Out? Yeah. The eight bit. Y'all remember that? That's good. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> hey, that's not did that, that game was actually called it got changed to Punch Out because of some a misunderstanding Mike Tyson had with some legal trouble and they changed Did y'all ever beat Mike Tyson? Out. Well, I never, I never once beat Mike Tyson. No, I tried God, so I, many times. There was a code. I and go beat all Mike time. Tyson so many times, but it was too late, man. Like there used to be a craze where you could take a picture of the screen and then send it in and actually get like a prize and stuff. But I was, I was beating Mike Tyson up after the fact. Because you're making that up. The game. Yeah, I guarantee no, you got like a cheat up. code. Remember right when there was now. Nintendo yeah. Magazine? You probably found it on there, didn't you? Nintendo Power. You knew a cheat code. Hey, you know what? If y'all don't want to believe me, you don't want to believe me. There's no up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right with Mike Tyson. It's you No, but there was, there, there was a process thing. of how to beat him. Huh? There was like a process. You could figure it out, and they would say, do this, no, this, this. Hit. Yeah, he pattern. Had, he had a pattern. He, no, he had a very quick punch, and you had to dodge it, period. I didn't read anything. Y'all don't, I don't care. I don't need y'all's validation. Y'all just talk to my brother. <laughs> Hey, All right. Yeah, I'm gonna call your brother tomorrow and ask him. But I, honestly, your brother's gonna say you're full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So hey, we're gonna. The what sound I, quality is horrible. Just letting you guys know. Does it sound eight bit? Miss some things. It's just really, really bad. Well, do you want me to turn it down or up? It's just uh, it needs to go up, but it's it's very distorted. All right. Time out. Time out, everybody. Time out. Dave, what do you Josh got to say, buddy? Hey, while we're taking a time, oh, oh, we're gonna take a time out and help Joey with the sound. But Dave is here; he's present. Tell us what's going on, man. Hey, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you've had a couple beers. You should be relaxed. What's going on? Just tell people what's going. That's on. That's a pretty tough setup. No, no, he doesn't have to be funny. He doesn't have to be crazy. 
Just say what is going on. Um, we're hanging out here in Asheville. Asheville. <laughs> <laughs> Asheville, North Carolina. <laughs> what? Ashland. Sorry. I'll you got to put the microphone right in front of your face. Yeah. You. Talk right into it. Put, make it touching your face when you talk. Okay. Touch your face. I'll Touch your you, face. I'll just tell you. Touch your face with it. What I was doing a few minutes ago, and I just thought of Matt because it was funny. So, Touch your face with the push mic. Push the microphone into your face it's and like talk this. into it. It's touching. Okay, there you go. Now it is. You tu- you talk with it touching your face. You touch your face. I'm doing yes. it right now. You do it when yes. you talk? I put my do face in the microphone like and talk this. so you can I'm hear it. I'm so far my ass. I don't even understand what I'm saying. Watch me do it. Well, watch the so, J-Man and learn something. I've been on this. Hey, everybody, real quickly before Dave starts, Josh is on Tinder, and he's only swiping right. Go ahead, Dave. Well, In you Asheville, can edit North this Carolina. if it's boring. It, if it's boring so we'll edit it for sure. I've um, been listening to a bunch of straight. Boring. A bunch of music that I listened to probably 10 years ago, including the Mars Volta and Dilger Escape Plan. I was just listening to these drummers, and then... Um, lots of their roots are with like Buddy Rich, so I was in the in the bunk just a few minutes ago reading about Buddy Rich, and I thought it was really funny in the eighties. Um, so I guess he was known for being a big dick, and in the eighties, his his piano player I'm not sure it was on Wikipedia, um, hit a video camera or an audio recorder because he was really mean, and people like thought he was like yeah. he was really mean to all his musicians. He threatened to fire him all the time, um, and then I was reading about it, and it's like Matt, and it. He, um, Larry David and Jerry Seinfeld heard some of those, and they used them in some of their episodes. Really? Yeah, and I found these three lines. I think these are the names. So, according to Wikipedia, these re- these recordings, long circulated and in bootleg form, have done much to fuel the reputation of Rich's personality. The tapes were popular with comedians Jerry Seinfeld and Larry David, who used three quotes from them, uh, more or less verbatim, on Seinfeld. And the quotes are, If I tell you again, we're going to take it outside, and I'm going to show you what it's like. This is what he's saying to his band members. <laughs> and then um, this awesome. one was really funny. I've never seen really cool. these episodes, but this line is very funny, especially thinking Buddy Rich said this to one of his musicians. <laughs> this guy, this is not my kind of guy. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, That's cool. Then let's see how he does up there without all the assistance. That was it. But um, <laughs> anyways, I thought that was really cool. And that was in the 80s, and I think he died in... Um, he didn't die much thereafter, so that was like when he was kind of old and jaded. I was like, that's cool. So, I mean, how can those people not be? like back, When I think back to musicians and people in entertainment back then when there was no internet and all that stuff, I mean, I just think that they had to be just insane. I, mean, I think their egos and everything just they it could just run them up. Oh, because you could get away with anything. Cause yeah, it, it's not likely record. I mean, it's really yeah. hard for that to. I mean, I mean the recordings of Buddy Rich, they got three quotes. Yeah. Right. I mean, think about that now if somebody was that wild and crazy. Yeah, if you know somebody I mean? comes and hangs out on our bus with a smartphone or something, we're, we're, we're in big I trouble. I have five quotes on the internet. Five. Joey, what'd you think about it? We lost him. Joey, do we have you? Joey, do we have you? asleep. You know he was lying down, so you know he's asleep right Are now. Are you there, Joey? Joseph. Benson. <laughs> All right. Well, that's probably it for the night. <laughs> what happened to Joey? Joey. Did his phone die? Maybe he didn't plug his phone. Got him on here. Did you hit the speaker? Joey, are you there? Yeah. Did you Where hear were us? you? 
What just what? happened? Have you been Where? hearing us talking or what? No, not at all. Why wouldn't you say something? When I just wh- texted, I just texted and said, "What's the deal?" Because I haven't heard anything. Oh. <laughs> Do you hear that? <laughs> Dolby <What>? baby. <laughs> Do you hear us talking? Dolby surround. You hear us right now? We got we're in yeah, Dolby surround. Right I just didn't hear you for the last. Ten How about right now? Do you That's hear okay, me right now? Can... He probably doesn't hear my mic. I bet. There's absolutely nothing coming through. Not hearing me unless it's on speaker, and then he can't hear us. Huh? You hear me, Joy? It's Vincent. It's Vincent. It's Vincent. Vincent. Hello. Doesn't hear us at all right now. Well. Hello. <laughs> Reschedule. I don't have any idea why. I can hear you now. Y'all keep going out. What's the deal? You can only hear it from the computer thing. Mm. Yes. That's just you hearing on the phone, though. It's not our mics. Now he doesn't hear us. Can you hear me? Can you hear us right now? Can you hear me? That is weird. What's up? He can't. He's not gonna be able to hear. That's what we couldn't do. Before. Don't don't worry about it. Yeah. I, I'll listen and I'll be able to hear what y'all have to say. So hold on. Whatever quality is good. Got one more way. Do you hear? Hey. Us? Hold on. Yeah, All right, Joey. Thing. Tell me how about this. Is this better? Hello? Do you hear us? Do you hear us? How do about you, right now? Do you Joey? hear us, Joey? Spencer. Joey. Hello. Joey. Joey. We don't got that. Joey, you hear us? Hello? Yes. So we don't got it. Do it tomorrow? Canceled. Yeah, we're done. Why? It's just not working out. We got to get a different cable or something. But I can can hear y'all when y'all are like this. Didn't it happen when you added an extra mic, though? Did it work before? He's recording himself, and we can hear him here. Then let's just roll. All right, so, Joey, we've been talking for a long time, and because of technical difficulties, you haven't heard anything we've said. So, it is. what time is it where you're at right now? Uh, It's 12.30. Is this the latest you've been up in how many years? Come on, man. No. (laughs) What do you do when you stay up late? Why do you Um, stay up late? I mean, watching a movie, staying up late, and um, having some recreational time with my wife. Oh, my um, God. What does that mean? What does that mean? Describe. Just like, like a, spending time at a playground super late. Oh, that's and, cool. Uh, that sounds fun. There's sometimes when I, I'll seriously go to bed and then fall asleep for an hour. and I'll, I mean, this is seriously maybe four times a year maybe six times a year and I'll, I'll go to sleep for an hour and then I'll wake up and I'm like, there's no way I'm ever going to go back to sleep. And so I'll just get up and work, work on stuff, work ahead, that sort of thing. But no, I mean, I, I, Toby, when you're home, you go to bed way earlier than me all the time. So, That's not true. No, it's very much so true. I go to bed, but I don't go to sleep. I like laying in bed and watching movies and hanging out. Yeah, okay, whatever. That's that's not what you say, but 
Oh, I'm I'm going to bed. Stop texting. Like this group text is out of hand. I'm going to bed. Please leave me alone. Hey, what's it like <laughs> to be dumb as shit? <laughs> Who are you, are you talking to, Josh or Dave? Right now, <laughs> I'm talking to Dave. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, we don't have anything to talk about. That's what's really sad. Hey, can right y'all now. can y'all seriously confirm Toby's text message that Andy Nichols is going to be playing bass and singing in a wheelchair is that true (laughs) (laughs) so that is a good that's a really good point to bring up joey so we played our second show of the question tour which is why we're on a bus right now and not near you i'm not near you during our second show which was going amazing during the second song apparently andy nichols the youngest guy on tour blew (laughs) out his his achilles tendon and so ah. we have to take him to a an a orthopedic surgeon for review in the next day or two. That's true. Dave, what is do you think about it? Is he in agony right now? Like, is he on crutches or what? We were, at a, we were at a hospital last night till about 2 a.m. figuring this out, and it is a nightmare. So there is a greater than 80% chance that Andy is going to stay on this tour and be in a wheelchair on stage. <laughs> <laughs> so is he going to have to get major surgery now? I don't, I don't know what major is, but there is a really good chance I have to have surgery for sure. I, I don't know anything about Achilles' heels, but apparently, uh, it it like there was like a whole movie made about it. Yeah, and there's a whole there's a whole album um, by Dave Bazan on it too. Yep. Well, Joey, right now it's just you and me talking. Yep. Matt is dumbfounded. He's a fucking <laughs> retard. Josh is a fucking retard. Dave is a fucking retard. I don't know anything about sports injuries or in about podcasting thing. or being funny. Yeah. Hey, uh, let jo- me tell oh, y'all hold on. Something. Josh, be funny. Ta- I thought Dave, be funny. <laughs> Matt, be funny. <laughs> Matt, be funny. Say something funny. This is your time. People are listening to you right now. Toby, this is inter- no, 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 be entertaining. No, I'm go. not. I'm irritated. I'm trying Josh, to figure out how to make Josh, it, figure out how to get on the right track. So Matt, we'll Matt's, out not, minutes, Matt's not helping. Matt's not helping. In. Matt's so not helping. Years Boring. Ago, go ahead, Josh. So ten years ago, we were uh, made the question, and yep. that's that's what tour we're on. So I think that's what we were trying to talk about. Dave, uh, can you fart again? Yeah, fart <laughs> I'm again. Sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, let me ask you. Just take a second. Just figure it out. Take a second. This is. We're done. Okay. Not going to take a second. What are we taking a second to do? Well, I'm just saying we don't have nothing. I know, but if you're not going to so join far. in and try. I'm going to. I'm trying to come up with an idea of a way to what? do it. I mean, we're we're trying. I, I'm totally willing to try. We just got to start over and then try to try. I'm okay with it. I'm saying okay. so far, obviously right, let's do nothing it. Do usable. It. Tell us what to do. So. That's not true. That's not true. See, sometimes you guys don't, y'all don't like rawness. Now, if we couldn't put out a podcast like this every single time. But nobody wants the same stuff every time. This is actually decent material. 
I don't care what anybody says. People are yelling at each other. Toby's calling people pieces of shit and, and retards. And <laughs> I agree. Challenging them to be funny. This is perfect. I agree. So, Matt's not going with Sorry, it. Sorry, I know. I understand. Toby's angry at me because I'm not. I'm, I'm not, not angry. I'm, I'm trying to draw to. you I'm in. Going to. Just, I'm going to. Just do I'm anything. Want. Sorry, we all. I just don't. I'm. I'm trying. I all right. So we're, we're still rolling. Right. We don't need. Let's just make it wrong. We're not. Let's talk about that. We're not editing it. We're not editing it. Matt is angry. He's. I'm not older, angry. I'm you're trying older, to figure out what to and do. grizzled, and you want to have some kind of plan, and Joey and I are saying, I understand what you're roll doing. Roll with the punches. I understand what you're doing. Come back in. I'm yep. not, you know, you don't understand what I'm doing. You have some level of anger, which I didn't have. I'm trying to <laughs> push us to do something. I'm making fun of you. Okay. You actually are getting mad. Sorry. Once again, I, dead air. Yeah. You are terrible right, right I'm now. I'm not good at it. You are I'm awful. Sorry. Even right now, even right saying. now, this is awful. I understand. What, what can you do to improve your personality? I don't and be know. Funnier? I'm working on it. I'm you're trying. not working on it. You're deading and ending us. You tell yeah. us that we dead end sometimes that okay. we don't do things. Do not dead ending. All right, so Wonderful job, <laughs> Matt Carter. You're not. Give me a chance. I don't okay, know. Okay. I mean, obviously, you're. I, I, I'm Joey, sorry. Joey, I apologize. Joey, Dave. Josh, we're going to give Matt a chance. Go ahead. Dave, what's your favorite song on the question? <laughs> oh. Josh, what's your favorite song on the question? The Week's End. Toby, what's your favorite <laughs> song on the question? I'd, if what I is could, that about? If I could remember, then I would love to say the answer to that. I don't remember the, any names of the songs on the question. Reset. Let's try that again. Check, check. All right, well, there you go. There you have it. You see some behind the scenes, how the sausage is made there. I, I really appreciate y'all sitting through that 15 or 20 minutes of what that was. Hope it gives you a good idea and is a treat. So it's traveling, scheduling, editing, being tired, other jobs. Sometimes it really is difficult to, to summon the energy to make stuff really be good and be professional is what I'm saying. But it's all good. And then the funniest thing is, as soon as we got done recording, we got up and Dave immediately began to tell some hilarious stories as soon as he took his headphones off. And we're like, Dave, what in the world is going on? You should have obviously done that while we were making the episode. So we sat right back down, got back into it, and started with Dave telling some stories, and then everything got really smooth. So that's where we're going to start this time. Uh, we'll be re-entering the Bad Christian Podcast, and you get a whole episode put together the way that we think it ought to go. So thank you guys for listening and, you know, wanting to hear what the real us is like. You want me to do it again? Nope. <laughs> Funny you should say that. <laughs> uh, I, uh, so I have two vivid memories from recording the question. One is... Um, Say it like you just said. I'm sorry. Let me interrupt you there. Say, hey, Toby, do you remember just like you said to him? Stand up. Stand up. Stand up, Stand up Dave. Just get, Dave. just get back to what Stand you up. just – you didn't Hold get up. to tell him the story. Stand yeah. up and tell the story, Dave, you douchebag. Dad ever. <laughs> okay. All right, tell us the douchebag story. All right. Toby, do you remember? Well, my fa- – <laughs> <laughs> No, you're good. You're rolling. Uh, this is a fact for sure. One of my favorite or er, most it. vivid memories of the question <laughs> – was after we were tracking, and you and I weren't even super close for a while yeah. anyway, so we've already talked about that. But right. So this is right after I joined the band 19, and then you are talking about how you cannot get drunk anymore. <laughs> it's, it's later in the day, and you said, you, you were talking, you and well, Matt. So I, I actually stopped you and talked to you about that. No, well, it was, it, you were in dialogue, you and Matt were talking, 
And you were telling Matt that you were certain you had 17 or 18 beers. And I swear, <laughs> I'm certain, 100%. No way. I'm, 17 or 18 you beers? You said that. And then, and then Matt said just what he said. He said, no way. And then you guys were debating that. You know, that and then because said, that's exaggeration is why. Yeah. And I'm, of course up, I'm going to debate that. He did not have 17 or 18 beers. And I'm not trying to protect his image. I'm simply saying he didn't have 17 well, or 18 beers. So, so you're <laughs> – your first like hanging out time, like I'm trying to bro down with these guys, get into the, you know into this culture or whatever, was me telling y'all that I could, could not get, get drunk. drunk. Meaning that I drank if we had 17 or 18 yeah. beers, meaning that if we yeah. had Miller High Life cases, you could right. drink that unlimited, <laughs> and it's so you just it didn't it couldn't affect you. That is amazing. Have is you been amazing. drunk in the last 10 years? Has yeah, it been? Is then. it is that true? You haven't been true. able it to get be wasted in that long. Is it or isn't? Isn't it true you have been drunk? I haven't been drunk since I met Dave. (laughs) (laughs) But on top of that, though, it's not like, especially when you think of a drunk person anyways, even me at 19, you think, oh, he's drunk. Toby certainly did not look drunk or intoxicated. In the slightest, I don't think right. I, don't I even know to think. I still believe that. Th- like th- there was a certain time where all of a sudden my tolerance level just went out the the roof, and that was it. I mean, yeah. I'm out well, the window. The whole thing about that album that was funny is recording that. It's like the music I remember, all that stuff, but. I completely remember it from Dave's point of view being like a kid right. joining this band, being 19, and we were in right in Capitol Hill in Seattle yeah. at this super fancy studio and staying at this nice place, and just it was just like a totally, you know, I, I thought it was awesome to me. I can't imagine what it must have felt like to Dave, and we were just doing a bunch of crazy stuff. Like, we'd record music for half the day, and we'd clown around for half the day. Like, for you, it must have just, like, you were in other, uh, you know, a, a band that was even kind of did a little bit of this or that, or whatever. But I mean, it immediately got real, real. Like all of a sudden, you're at a studio, flying out to Seattle from your hometown to record a record for uh, after the first record had done so good. I mean, it had to be like that. That was intense, right? Yeah, it was intense. It was awesome. What else do you remember? Funny that we wouldn't remember from it, like stupid well, stuff. I'm we certain said you remember it. But another good memory was you and I were clowning. So the compound where we recorded it had a uh, like a balcony up had an apartment upstairs apartment, yeah, but then it had that we a lived in big ass balcony downtown Seattle. So I don't know what uh, prompted us to do it, but we we had lots of meat that like hot dogs. <laughs> yeah. We had lots of hot dogs meat, and yeah. brats. So Matt and I started. Uh, I think I was a ringleader of this too. I don't know what for whatever reason. Maybe I'm wrong, but so we started throwing like brats and stuff at at people walking and then like hiding and just just clowning, but. Throwing sausages at sausages. homeless people. Is I don't, that, I don't know if they were homeless mean? necessary, but they were like, um, you know, they were walking around. <laughs> I do remember that. Yeah, I know cool. that there was a water cooler in the, I, I know it's yeah. weird because I could talk about, oh, we recorded with the, this microphone or that. But what I remember is we, there was a five gallon water jug, mm-hmm. like a water, uh, water cooler, like at an office there. And I made five gallons of sweet tea and put yeah. it in the water cooler yeah. in the apartment. <laughs> we did, it was awesome. <laughs> so that it became awesome. a big one. We, we did that a couple times. Yeah, I did. So it was cool. five. Ga- so it was a water dispenser thing of sweet tea sweet. instead of water. <laughs> I also, I also remember. Them. I used to give Dave my ID so he could go to the bar and drink. Yeah. Oh my. At nineteen, oh. Cha- the cha cha or yeah, the cha cha. Yeah. At nineteen, because yeah. I didn't drink then. Because I'm Christian. Because I'm Christian. That's right. Um, that was cool. But you, you would break the law for yeah, your friends, yeah. for my friends, yeah. no matter how yeah. Christian you were. Yeah. Well, we we certainly lose a lot of that kind of stories now because what you know, basically the studio experience this time around is I was in like I always say my wife's closet looking at her uh, blouses while I'm tracking the guitar. Which so not quite the same amount of magic as it, as it used to be. 
Another time, if I can say one more. Yeah, one hey, more. Dave, you're on fire. Yeah, yeah, you I, I even one. said this. Is this is the best you ever lose. two of these stories so I even it. mentioned in the last week, but I don't know who I was telling. We were driving yesterday on in Capitol Hill, but we were, Devin and I were taking a break while we were recording, and we walked, and I was just thinking about this yesterday, how strange it seemed. We actually walked to a Blockbuster video, and we rented The Village, and we watched it. <laughs> and we watched it on Brandon Ebel's. Big screen TV, which at the time, of course, I thought was nice. Do you remember that big screen yeah, TV? Yeah, if you saw that now, you'd find that at Goodwill for ten bucks. So, <laughs> and that is not very long ago. So, but ten years. Ten years, yeah. I guess. I mean, it, in the time we've been a band, technology has changed unbelievable to make us. Yeah. I mean, the things that we started to do with our band are now obsolete almost. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, like the, the formats and the things that we did and the yeah. way that we recorded is obsolete. Hey, when we were first recording, there were in the studios we were in, there were DAT recorders. That doesn't mean oh anything to a lot Lord. of people. That doesn't mean anything to me. I don't even know. <laughs> I, don't even. I mean, when we first started doing demo, when the, the first stuff that we were doing as a True band, that. it was crazy that somebody had a CD burner. Like a CD yeah, burner yeah, was crazy. Know. I mean, seriously, when we started, we had to figure out a company that would burn all these CDs. I mean, I know CDs are still somewhat relevant, but, I mean, it's, it's, that's almost gone. Yeah, our first band, we had tapes. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I've had tapes yeah. of stuff. I mean, well, our our demos that we made were on your uh, – uh, what, what kind of recorder that did Roland. you use? Yeah. Yeah, it was on a Roland. Digital. Before that was four-track cassette, and then yeah. we when we first made our first uh, local band that I was in in high school when we started playing, we made cassettes. I mean, you know. Okay, let's take a real quick break, and we'll be right back, and we'll do questions about the question. All right, in addition to being Emory's release week, I have a big congratulations that I want to give to our friends in Silverstein. Their record came out this week as well. Their record is called I Am Alive and Everything I Touch. So I have another song I want to play for you from their album. This one's called Milestone. Their new record, I'm Alive and Everything I Touch, came out this week. It's out right now. You can get it anywhere. But a great thing to do is to support a band by buying directly from them. For them, you go to SilversteinMusic.com and check out their packages. They have a bunch of stuff. They have tons of different options, all the way from the digital download to hoodies, vinyl, everything good. And again, congratulations to Silverstein. So go check it out, SilversteinMusic.com. One thing that we would like to take a moment to talk about is our sponsor for this episode, Best Sex Life Now, and they talk about penises and vaginas and how to use them. And uh, it's our good friends Craig and Jeanette, uh, and um, they 
have created an awesome resource for uh, you folks, and we want to tell you about it because people who are married, and this is for you married folks out there, if you're not married and you're having sex, it's probably, no, it is definitely detrimental to you. So we have a resource for you. They have created this awesome thing that we want to tell you about that will help you in your marriage to be a little bit more free to talk about sex. It is an opportunity for couples to be a little bit more open about their sex life because we know and have experienced talking with tons of our friends and and, uh, people that listen to this podcast that it is hard to talk about sex, especially to your spouse. Sometimes you're so busy with your kids or your jobs or your life that sex kind of gets put under uh, all all this other stuff. And uh, so this is just a great opportunity to take some time, be present, because Sex is a gift from God, and it is meant to be shared between a man and a woman, and this is your opportunity to really enjoy it, to have the best sex life now, sex life, this is my southern accent coming out, best sex life now, so we really want to encourage you guys to check this out. Matt, can you tell them a little bit more about yep. how to find out about it? What you got to do is you go to badchristian.com forward slash best sex life now. It's a great thing. It costs less than even one uh, counseling session that you would have for 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 marriage counseling or family therapy or something like that, and it's by people that you and we trust, Craig and Jeanette Gross. They're just talking, they're just doing stuff. So go to badchristian.com forward slash forward slash best sex life now. Also, with just doing that ad read right there, with we're doing our sponsor spot. I realize I'm back. I just needed something programmatic to get me Holy back shit. in. There. I'm 100% back right now. <laughs> wow. So, so what do you got for us? Well, first of all, I'm really sorry for being irritated <laughs> earlier. So I'll just I'll, we'll do that on air instead of after the show's over. I'll say sorry. I do get in a funk when I think, well, this is unusable crap, right. which is what is going through my mind. So I'm thinking, well, we're going to have to redo this anyway. Sure. And then I say, oh, wait, Toby thinks this is actually usable stuff. Yep. So then I have to, all right, but... To me, I'm thinking, wait, we're this is we're just this is junk, but understandable. So only apologies for me. Hey. Now we're going to move to something that's a little more programmed, that's maybe more comfortable for me. But we've got questions to take awesome. from, hey. from listeners. And hey, I was going to say, no apology so. necessary. That. I can tell by your boner that you're excited yeah. right now. So I'm back. <laughs> So we, we have a bunch of questions from, from listeners and readers and stuff like that. So we, we, t- we took this episode since Josh and Dave are here, and we, we got a bunch of questions based on uh, just our music and the questions. So, Joey, is it okay with you if we talk about some music stuff a little bit? We'll let you yeah, weigh in sure, on man. it. Yeah, sure, man. I actually like music more than you guys do, so yes. Okay, so this will be— Hey, your mom has sex with your dad all the time. Okay. <laughs> and it's awesome. And it's amazing. All right, so question, she yells. So question, the first question we have here is from Joshua on Facebook. And he asks, he says, on the question, my favorite part about it is the drums. What kind of, what were the drums that you used on that record? And so we'll let Dave answer that question. That was obviously. a real question? Yep, from Joshua from Facebook. Why did you ask Not that? Me. I just, it was a good, it was a good it question. Was a, it was a drum question. I yep. was happy. Um, we used a, Malas- a Malasco drum set. Um which was built by Air Melasco from Seattle, which is actually for sale right now. So um, if you're uh, interested, <laughs> inquire about it. Um, and, uh, yeah, a red Melasco kit, 13-inch snare drum. Actually, we saw No, no, that's, what I, I, that's something I'm interested in. If you recall, maybe you don't, on that record, we ha- you, that kit was built by Air Melasco. 
Right. And he was also drum tech. He was director, a drum tech, right? yeah, yeah. Additionally, he brought tons of snare drums. We had tons. We used a, you might remember, we used a we different used a snare drum on every yeah, single song yeah. on the whole record, the right? One, the most distinct one from the record, too, was for Freddie Mercury. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a six-lug snare drum. I've never seen one and <laughs> beforehand, and since I recorded it with that, I've never seen one since. It was so. real heavy, too. I yeah, mean. it was, it was really, like real really heavy. I think it was six and a half, or 14 by six and a half. Super heavy. Now, What's a normal lug amount on a snare? I think it's, is it 10 There's or 12? There's 8 and 10. 8 and 10. What the hell is a lug? The things you tighten. Now, Toby, do you, un- you know, do you recognize, I mean, you may not may or may not remember, but you think listening to something like the question, and I think to the average listener out there, do you think that it's at all possible that they can hear the difference in the snare drum's sound and tone on different songs? Because we went out of our way to use different snare drum on every song. Does it matter? Man, this. do you even know that's of the the case? Like from your I, point of view, Toby. Okay, if you're if you're asking me, I could never possibly have ever thought that y'all used a different snare. Yeah. I would have thought it, no matter what. I believe that probably drummers or somebody like Matt or maybe Josh even who plays drums could tell a difference, maybe. But I think maybe you even kind of want to. Well, I so think the, you kind of think, yeah, that sounds different. But I think the mix is a big deal because Matt and I were talking earlier today about the terrible secret. It was mixed by Randy Staub. Yeah. And um, who's a, a big time producer. He mixed like Nickelback and he was the engineer on the Black Album. Yeah. yeah. And um, that snare he, sounds really different. And then JR mi- mixed a lot of it as well. And every JR mix has a really similar snare drum snare drum sound, regardless of the. That'd be JR McNeely. Drum. So yeah. one thing that happens is. So the mix, I think, sometimes the, mixer the mixers do a- a- add samples to it, which takes away from the original kind of thing on that. But. Yeah. So it, that that was that question. So we got another question here, and it is from Rachel J. And she asked, you ha- started out with The Weeks In and was a wildly successful album. Were you guys afraid of having a sophomore slump? Because that clearly didn't happen with the question. I was a little bit afraid about that because I thought, well, maybe this will be really bad. But I also, at the exact same time, had confidence that the weeks end done so good, so I just thought, yeah, we're going to do good again. Uh-huh. It was a weird thing that I had. I, I almost felt like 50-50 on it. And also with the question. Like the you sec- weren't confident the question would well, be a, a home well, run? Well, he, the reason why is because the weeks end came out, and then we got started touring unbelievable. So with the question, we worked forever to try and get signed and, and work on this record. And it was it was literally like a year or two in, in process. And then – we started touring unbelievable, and then we had to write the question in one month and then record it the next month, and that was it. Uh-huh. I mean, and so I thought, I, this can't be that great if you just spent such uh, the yeah. the record before that did so well. Uh, you know, we spent forever on, and now this one we spent way less time yeah. on because this is all we have. But then it worked out. I so. guess I had no doubt about it. Like I had no fear of being because the sophomore slump, if people don't know, that means like. Right. You come out with your first album, it's awesome, and then you get whatever, and you make another album, and you're a one. Uh, basically, it would, it would be that you were a one-hit wonder. That's right. what it would mean to have a sophomore slump is you come out with something else, and it, it bombs or whatever. But I remember being in the studio and working with Sprinkle, and, and the label was so big on Emory at that time that like I felt as the artist probably overly coddled. Like I probably I felt like everybody was telling us how good it was and how good it was gonna be. So they may maybe that was false, but I felt totally secure. Hey Joey, to bring you in on this, was your second sermon really bad? Did you have a sophomore slump on your sermon? I'm not gonna answer that question, but I do want to uh Why won't you answer that question? Are you scared to answer that question? 
Do y'all remember the prophecy that I spoke over Emory? Um, no. No, what was I, it? I, I actually told you guys, this is before y'all were even signed. I said, I really do believe that. I said, I don't know how big you're going to get, but you're going to get at least big enough to where when people talk about their favorite bands, it, it could possibly go something like, yeah, my favorite bands are Emory, you know, Jimmy World, and Taking Back Sunday. And uh, I think Matt, I think at one point you remembered me saying that and you're just like, man, that's crazy. Like that is how some people talk about Emory. But I think what's, what's crazy is how unlikely that was in y'all's minds going out there. I think I honestly dropping out of the band. And when you guys went out there, I think I was, I don't know. This seems really pompous but I think maybe I was even more confident than you guys. Like I just, I almost found it impossible for y'all to go out there and not make a big splash. It's kind of similar to when I prophesied over you that one day you'd have gastric bypass surgery. And yeah, multiple uh, kidney stones and it happened. <laughs> you remember that when I prophesied over you for that you, that would happen. Remember when I prophesied over your marriage, not making it. <laughs> My God. <laughs> I actually do remember you saying that. Oh, my that Lord. All right, do you want another question? we got a few, several more. Yeah, hey, I've, I've got a really good question. What kind of bass strings does Andy use? Can, that's when, that's interesting. Okay, let's move on to the next lambs. question. Good. <laughs> okay. I don't care about what kind of drums they're called slinky. Dave plays. Great question. I just know that Dave is a kick-ass drummer. Does, right. Is anything oh, yeah. else important? I mean, Dave, you're unbelievable. You're one of the best drummers I've ever seen in my life. I think you're a great father. I think you're a great <laughs> husband. I think you're probably the best friend Matt and Toby and Josh will ever have. And I just put you up on the same level as our current president of the United States. Wow. Wow. Yeah. wow. Dave, what do you have to say about that? I'm flattered. I'm speechless. Thanks. All right, next question. You, well, that wasn't uh, a question. All right. No, next question. Our right, next question is one that came in on Twitter, and it's from Raheem M., Oh. And he says, he "Wait, said, wait! I think the last <laughs> there's a lot of M's this time. I know. It's just, it's, I don't. Do, I don't say the last names because I don't. I don't want them to act. You know what I mean? I just say you the initial. I say the first yep. name and then last. So what's this one's name? Rahim. Rahim. Yeah. M. And so he asks. He says, "My favorite part of all your albums is the screaming, but I can't ever tell who does the screaming on which part. Are there any parts on the question that Josh screams?" That's what people ask, Alex. They know they see. I mean, because on all all of our albums is Devin, Toby, me, Josh. We all do different screaming. Josh says he doesn't remember. More importantly, why don't you remember? Yeah, that's more. The memory loss is more of an issue. I know. What else don't you remember? What else don't you? (laughs) You What do you remember? The last ten years, what do you remember? You don't remember screaming? Yes or no on the question? What do you remember? You don't remember screaming on the question at all? I don't remember what. You know if you did or not. I think I did. It, you <laughs> screamed on, on misbehaving. Yeah, misbehaving. Misbehaving yeah. for sure. That's what I was. That thinking. was your like yep. debut. That was a that was a big one. I Josh thought. wasn't originally a screamer in our band at all. He was just keys. Well, Josh. Well, Josh and Dave technically joined between the weeks end and the question. Both of them did. Because on the weeks end, yep. it was before Josh that's was right. in the band. Yeah, that's and right. And then when we had the question, we had both yep. Dave and Josh. So we came right there in the studio, and we originally when we started recording and writing for the question was before Dave was in the band and Josh was playing drums. Yep. Do you remember that? Playing drums? Yeah, you're welcome, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> he said, like, the like. okay, <laughs> speaking of misbehavior. You know, I actually it, 
uh, Joey might be your favorite drummer. Yeah. Turns out. Josh is you? one of Dave's favorite, uh, Joey's favorite drummer. So on, I remember this. When we were writing the song Misbehaving. Josh was on drums originally. So that whole part of that song where it gets going and everything, we jammed that out in a rehearsal space with Josh on the drums. So Josh both wrote drums and screamed on that song. So it's probably Josh's one of his largest input songs on any of Emory, the, Emory song. I think I was the first person to ever do that. To do what? Scream and uh, play drums? <laughs> practice for practice, yeah. I do it all. Okay, I have a question. Oh, yeah. Wait, for you? So you're going to take away a listener question to ask a Toby question? Yeah, this is a listener question. I also <laughs> have access to the internet. Oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> so Which is cool. A lot of people ask us stuff all the time about Aaron Sprinkle because he has worked on several of our albums. Yep. So we were able to work with Aaron Sprinkle, and people want to know what was the process like. That was our first record with Aaron Sprinkle. Yeah. We recorded the weeks in with Ed Rose. So we did with Aaron Sprinkle. What was the process like, and what was it like working with him? Because obviously we worked with him again and again and again. So what was it that he did that was so great that made us turn back to him so many times? I could answer that a million times, but I'll let Josh or Dave do that if they, have, it, if they have something they want to say on that. I think it's just – being comfortable and his opinions are very good and make now sense. are you making this up because you actually don't remember yes okay yeah but i don't remember being uncomfortable right so. <laughs> dave what's your answer um i don't know i think lots of aaron's magic was kind of happening behind the scenes but i i do i really enjoyed aaron's company and always like i I just like producer whatever, but dude was cool. Dude no, was cool. I'm saying like <laughs> he had some he has some sort of presence where it's like I want to impress, I want to do good, and and. But I mean, what did you feel going into there? Because that was your first big record you'd ever worked on. Yeah, I, I was very nervous, and then also Melasco was in there too, and he was a big big shot drum tech. So um, they were both watching. And so you were intimidated by your drum tech. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, <laughs> and then. Um, <laughs> I also I, I get super tech. nervous when my guitar yeah. tech watches me on stage. <laughs> <laughs> he was a super, what'd you call Malaska a big shot drum tech. He like worked, <laughs> you're recording a record. He was like teching for Pearl Jam. Pearl Jam yeah, I was true. 19, yeah. and, and, uh, and he's like, like Pearl Jam's drum tech and Sound all this. And he when you say nervous to record the drums, were you not confident in what you would no, play? No, I, I was what, confident. What, did, what was the anxiety there? Honestly, it all had to do with playing to a click. That was my first time with the other hardcore bands I was in before we would record it live and the recordings were great and we had no click so that was all that was on my mind is just having Man with it. playing to a com you know a you computer thought you could fail? I, I don't know it was just new to me I was just scared so I I got into it. I mean it took a little it took a little bit longer than I thought but I got I got over the hump but it's just different for me to play you know you grow up wanting to be in a band and playing music and then um you're playing to a computer. Apologize for the siren going by. You keep on. You're Sorry good. about that, guys. We are okay. That was our bass player, Andy. He had to be airlifted because of his Achilles. I do remember during a win-win situation, though, we were tracking that, and I, you remember how the compound set up. You could see, or the way it used to be set up, the main uh, room was out front. Yeah. So I saw Melasco. He left for a little bit, then came back in, and we were playing win-win, so I was trying to impress him. So I remember while we are tracking, just for the recording that I started, to throw a drum twirl in <laughs> during during the beat. That's why I, 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 I did it. That. Yeah, that is, I, I do remember that. I remember that. So. Just to be cool, like you thought. Like, yeah, yeah, I was trying to be like. That's weird because I I did the same thing, but playing keyboards. I had to just I would just take the drumstick and every once in a while, 
you know, to twirl. I remember that, James. Toby would be around. Yeah, just I remember that. In there. It's really weird. We have the same nervous tick. All right, we got one. We got one. We can talk about whatever you want to. I just got one more question from the listeners. That is, y'all want another one? Yeah, I yeah. do. Okay. Do you have a name? Yeah, this one's from Carla S. Okay. Yeah, and she and this one I like because uh, I think people ask terrible questions all the time because they're super vague and right. what you know. I mean, there's a lot of bad questions, but this one's awesome because yeah. it's specific. Carla S. asked, "How many copies of the question did you sell?" Simple question. <sighs> I want to say I believe at this at this point in the year 2015 that it is over 200,000. So like right around yeah. 200,000. I can't more. confirm I that, but I know it's well north of 180. So that's yeah. probably yeah. The officially, answer. I think last time I saw an official number, it was 173. No, yeah, it's definitely north of 180. I don't know if this, it's now, was, this was years ago. What year was that? It was like 1982. That. You saw <laughs> yeah, that. But that was according to Wikipedia or whatever. This was several years ago. It was 173. You can't trust Wikipedia. Yeah, so. what, is, what does Wikipedia say about Seth, our first drummer? What do they call it? What is his beef? He has like beef. a false beef. nickname. Is it beef? Yeah. It says Seth Beef Studley. Yeah. Seth Beef Studley. So I don't hey, know if people so, uh, understand the, the so scope. Matt, Go ahead, Joe. Matt Strobel, Matt Strobel on Twitter wants to know what is the question. Is is Have y'all ever really uh, revealed the meaning of that concept? The question is each Ooh. song title, too. Yeah, so there's a line in the liner in the in the artwork that says, "Where were you when I was?" Dot dot dot, or ellipsis or whatever right. it is, and then each song title uh, answers is the is the second half of that question. So where, so were, where you, were you? Where were you when I was, was so when cold when I could see my breath? Where were you when I was politics. misbehaving? Where were you when I was in a win-win situation? Is that uh, so? Our good friend cool, Levi man. the poet just tweeted in. Uh, he said he remembers when the question came out and that his friend was pissed with the lyric from Freddie Mercury, the end of it. Uh, it's not our job to make anyone believe. Really? Yeah. Oh, well, you know what is crazy is we were doing lyric sheets for this uh, thing for a bunch of people that contributed to the crowd fund. And so we had to write down all the lyrics. So I was getting to read a lot of the lyrics, and I had to handwrite them, which is what you do for somebody when you want them to learn or memorize something. And it made me like really pay attention to the lyrics that I hadn't paid attention that much to. And I was writing out, uh, listen to Freddie Mercury uh, on our plane ride back from Hawaii last week. And I realized, like, I, and I thought about this before and we wrote it down before, but a lot of the, uh, what precipitated Bad Christian was is was that line, it's not our job to yeah. make anyone believe. And yeah. the confessional part there where we're talking about the people's names, Joey, Sarah, Bridget, all that stuff right. in there. And then I was I was looking at all the lyrics like in the first half of the song, which I w just, I didn't, I wasn't even that familiar with them and what the screaming lyrics is and everything. And it's crazy to look back on 2005 and think that a ton of the frustrations and things that we have with the way people are the way the church is you know the way stuff is that was in our music and obviously all credit to toby for writing the lyrics i didn't even know him but that really all those things are very very true today as far as what motivates us and what our position is and what our stance is on stuff it's been in our lyrics for 10 years and so now we articulate it in this way on the podcast or talking in conversation but this exact same content has been really uh, with us and voiced in our music for the whole time, which makes me feel even more solid about what we're doing yeah. because it's not uh, fly by night. It's actually, I mean, the, the the themes that are on the question and specifically that song, Freddie Mercury, that's almost the mission statement of Bad Christian. 
So I, I mean, yeah. I think it's I think it's awesome. I love those lyrics, and writing them all down made me really realize it. But it's kind of crazy. I know we're spending this whole episode talking about the question, but the tie-in to what that song on the question and much much of the lyrics from back then to what we're doing today, I I find them to be inextricable. They're just exactly the same thing. Yeah. So I, I think totally that's agree. really neat. And, and I want to say right now, we're actually as you're listening to this, we're on tour right now. So check our website emorymusic.com. And we might be in your city tonight, so definitely come listen. But we got one more Twitter question, and I thought it was kind of funny because uh, we're playing most of the question on this tour. And uh, they asked, why didn't we just call it Third Street? And I don't know if our listeners understand that, but there's an interlude part in between one of the songs called, and it's, it goes, just says, in between Fourth and Second Street. Uh-huh. And well, that Third Street would be. Right. But clever. I'm going to bust them because. Fourth Street is going south, and then North Streets are second, third, fourth. So it's not Third Street intersects with Fourth Street. Not it's not in between. Well, it'd be streets and avenues then. What avenues go one way, streets go the other way, right? No, that's true. I think it depends on the city you live in. Why do you say that? that? Well, I don't. uh, So you're saying that they don't go first, second, third, fourth, fifth. That's not. I'm saying. Oh, I see what you're saying. Hmm. Yeah, that might. Hey, be cool, I got, I've got me, a question, and I and I really feel bad, and I'm gonna feel really bad after I ask it. Why don't we get to finish our question? That's the second time. Oh, really. you're I'm out sorry. of control, man. A, no, there, there's it's bad sound, guys. I'm sorry. I'm trying to follow. Go ahead. <laughs> we were just joking. Go ahead with your question. Okay, uh, who is Sarah? I forgot who Sarah is. That was Joel's old girlfriend. Uh, okay, gotcha. Joel Green, so our old I bass actually, player. But the the okay. fourth and second street, I guess maybe they're right. Where did you come up with it though? I mean, you you came yeah. up with it. What did you mean when you said fourth and second street? I was just in between fourth and second street, so it could actually be third, be third street. street. <laughs> that sounds way. I was on third street. That doesn't sound <laughs> as good. Does Not it? as ambiguous. The lyrics need a little bit of ambiguity. <laughs> yeah, totally, so, yeah, totally, totally. Totally. <laughs> totally. People don't know exactly where. All right, are. we done with the questions for this. Yeah, this that we, uh, that's more than we've ever had. Joey, you love music. Self-proclaimed, you know, uh, music pedophile. Is that right? <laughs> what? A musicophile? What's it a- audiophile. Audiophile. Okay. Do you have any questions for Emery? Because I mean, you're a big music fan. Uh no, because you Good you one. guys don't really like you guys don't really like fan questions. Oh, if you have a question, ask it. If it's good. Well, no, I no because y'all don't y'all don't like fan questions. So I'm so actually a fan. a fan of Emory. So I could ask friend questions, but those aren't Emory questions. So uh, I mean, I really am interested. I mean, is obviously this is an album that you guys have listened to recently. I totally get. Oh, what's your favorite song on Weeks End? Well, first of all, we wrote that over 10 years ago and second of all we don't listen to it that much and we don't really care to answer that question but with this being a newer album i actually do think it's a very relevant question hey do you have a favorite song on there that you're just like man i really like how this song turned out i think that's an interesting question you guys think it's a bullshit question no the answer completely and i'll stick by this it happened to me yesterday Whenever somebody asks me, do I have a favorite song on this or was your favorite song played live or favorite whatever, I always make up an answer. Me too. Yeah. 
I mean, I'm always well, thinking, crap, I've got to ask that question. I have to have an answer. And then if I, something will come to mind, like a song will pop in my head, and I'll think, ooh, that would sound like a real answer that somebody would give. And I'll just give that answer, and then I'll feel relieved that I thought of an answer to that question. But no, not even at all. I don't have any possible close to fa- I don't even think of it that way. So that well, sounds for the stupid, record, but I don't have any favorite. I don't even think about it that way. And I'm relieved well, when can I can I think t- of a fake answer can I tell you to my tell three somebody favorites? to get them off my back. Can I tell you my three favorites? Yeah. Three? Your your All favorites right. are more valid than mine. It would be my point of view. That's what I'm saying. If somebody, other people's favorites are way more valid than, than mine. That My my favorite is, is not even a thing. But what are your favorites? All right. My three favorites is Oregon BB Final Mix, Rock Pebble Stone BB Final Mix, and Thrash BB Final Mix. <laughs> Great. Now, I don't know why they're all called BB Final Mix, but that's what it says on my Okay, so some of those are working favorites. titles, and that's not actually titles on the song, and BB Final Mix means Bo Birchall, <laughs> the guy that mixed it, and that was the final mix he sent to us. So you're listening to not even the mastered version of the album. <laughs> Which means you haven't bought it yet. <laughs> Which means you clearly haven't well, bought it or joined the BC Club either one. <laughs> but that's what that means. So you're listening to the the mixes that we got sent from the mixer. Yeah, Bo from Sayosin mixed it. So Joe, Which you know should. No one in the band is supposed to share, and we all know yeah. who shared it with him. So, so the, the leak of the album is obviously Joey's fault. Joey, yeah. thank you. Um, thank you to the BC Club and you guys that did. Hopefully you already got your albums. Hopefully everybody always likes it. Thank you guys for letting us talk about the question a little bit tonight. And please do join the BC Club. Hey, real quickly, I know this sounds crazy and way off topic, but I might have done something just really bad. What? Well, we're on tour, right? Yeah. And our bus has a bathroom, right? Right. With a window. I had to pee, so I thought it would be really funny just hanging out by myself if I peed out that little tiny window. Yep. So I started peeing out the window, and I think somebody might have walked by, and they were laughing, but I'm scared that I potentially peed. You think on. you might have peed on somebody? Yeah, I, d- I don't know for sure. <laughs> so <laughs> no, wait, we have to end this podcast so we can get out, get the hell out <laughs> we of gotta here. Get, hey, Andy, start the bus. <laughs> I thought of – you ever do – Start the bus. You ever do funny stuff by yourself? <laughs> hey, you know what? As uh, funny as I thought. You know what happened, you know what happened to my dad? What? He was on a road trip. He was a little kid. And him and his brother were in the back seat, and they were with their grandma. And my dad really had to pee, and so my grandma said, "Hey, just pee in this cup." And so, you know, we were talking about uh, the, uh, another episode where Toby instead said he took a shit. Just- <laughs> <laughs>